Normally, I'd try and figure out why you did what you did to that shopkeeper. But knowing you like I do, I know that'll probably just be a waste of time for the both of us. But sadly, I've got to do this by the book. Or the scum, like yourself, wins. So... Have you remodeled since the last time I was here? Since you blew up this wing of the building last time you were here. Yeah, we remodeled. <laughs> oh yeah. I kinda like it. Very minimalist. A real 21st century affair. Okay. So... The comic shop owner? You have a one-track mind, Commissioner. Anybody ever tell you that? Every damn day. Comes with the badge and gun. Ah! See? I've never had the badge. <laughs> Tell me about the comic shop. Hey! How's your daughter? What was her name again? Barbara! To the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. <laughs> what was with the pause? <laughs> I was trying to process what you were doing. Did you get it processed right? Uh, I'm not sure. Sometimes it's fucked up over these earbuds, like over the That's over the true. cell call, like what your voice sounds like. Well, that was me attempting to be zero. Zero, the yeah. AKA That's what I Truman Capote, but. I was thinking about it, and it's like, you know, maybe I should have done something different since this is our Halloween spectacular! <laughs> We've got spooky shit planned, don't we? Yeah, because when this comes out, it'll be, uh... I think it'll be like two or three days before Halloween. I'll have pumpkins on my porch, all carved and ready. Was that with, uh... Was that a pumpkin or pumpkin? Which do you think? <laughs> So let's quit fucking around. We've got another thing promised, which, trust me, we'll get to it. But let's go into the favorite segment we always have. Doom's Joke Corner. Are you ready for the joke? Yeah, ready for the joke. And it's like three minutes in and we're already doing the joke. There was no preamble at all. No, I ain't fucking around. I just want to get to this shit because I want to get this review over with. Oh, yeah, we have some unpleasant business to take care of after this. Oh, God, I do. I just really want to get that over with so we can get into the spooky. So let's fucking get to it. All right, well, hit me with this joke. Make me not laugh. I'm going to hit you. And let's hope this goes better than last week. And I, I meant to say at the beginning that, hey, it's just us this time. Don't turn off, but too late. They already did. A businessman checked his mail, and he had a bill. He was trying to do the math on it and couldn't quite figure it out, so he called in his secretary, and he says, okay... If I were to give you $25,000 minus 18, how much would you take off? And she said, 
Oh my god, everything but my earrings. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that went well. Spooky. <laughs> I didn't say the joke was going to be spooky. No, it was spooky. It was frightening. It scared me. <laughs> okay. God, well, from a terrible joke to another ter- from one terrible joke to another. Okay, so as I teased in episode 13, here's a killing joke review. And not Yay. the book. The straight to DVD much anticipated dream it was. project that everybody wanted with the cast that everybody wanted. If they would have done it straight up, I'm sure it would have been better because I'll tell you, I've watched this four times now. The first time I watched it, I watched the whole movie, and I was like, oh, no. Then the second time I watched it, I just watched the adaptation portion of it. Not the extra bullshit they tacked on to make it a full-length or a longer-form movie? Yeah, I just watched the adaptation portion of it, and I was like, you know, this isn't completely bad. It's not as good as it could have been, but it's not bad. Then I watched the full movie again, and I was like, oh, God. So, just to make sure, because I've watched this three times in the last two days, just to make sure. Jesus. Well, I gotta get ready, man. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it right. (laughs) So then I just watched the adaptation portion of it again, and I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. So, that right there, the extra shit that they tagged on with Barb, it's just dog shit. I mean, it might have been, it might have been good for like an episode or something of a Batman show, but for the killing joke, this is dog shit. And unnecessary, right? Completely unnecessary. Really adds nothing to the story? Uh, no, it just makes Barbara seem worse. Mm-hmm. Like, their whole plan, I think, with this was to make her give you more sympathy for her and shit, but no. It yeah. just makes her worse. Well, like, how much more sympathy could you fucking have for her? Well, see, uh, on people top, said on that, top that of... just made her a victim. What what happened? What happens in the book yeah. just made her a victim. Yeah, that just all that does is that takes the power away from the character and makes her a victim. Well, no shit. That's the like, tragedy of it, isn't it? Well, to me, it doesn't just make her a victim. It's like it drastically changes her character. Not just be like, boom, okay, we got the girl out of the way, because that's how a lot of people make it seem. Is like it's just some sexist thing to get the girl out of the way. Just oh yeah, the girl's the victim again. But no, no it's, it's like it's it's a horrific and f- fucking truly disturbing thing that happens. It's not. Yes, because who's the Joker going after in this in that moment? He's trying to fucking break Gordon to prove to Batman that guess what? Even the best of humanity can be fucking destroyed. And look, I did it. I did it. Not you. Not anybody else. I did it. I destroyed your best friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, they try to play it as some other bullshit and it's like no 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 it worked perfectly you don't need to fucking be like and you know what she fucked batman too so ha which that's just fucking insane yeah i don't know where they come up with that and kevin conroy's actually spoken about it and defended it and uh i forget exactly what his points were but they didn't seem like bad points as to why it was a good thing or you know why it wasn't a bad thing I didn't read them because, to me, it's just like... I've never been the dude that's like, I need couples, I need romance in my fucking fiction. But if I think of, you know, 
two people in the Batman family getting it on, I'm not thinking of the father and the daughter. Because that's basically how it is. Batman always treated her like a daughter. Same way he always treated all of the Robins like sons. Mm, yeah. I think of, you know, and it sounds weird to say the brother and the sister, but I think of, like, her and Dick Grayson. Well, yeah, cause that's, because that's what, what actually happened. Because what did I grow happened. up on? Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> that's what they pushed in the animated series, too. Right. And that's what I grew up on. So that's been instilled in me since I was, like, three. Yeah, it makes sense. They're kind of the same age. They're the same age. They're going through the same thing with the same guy. They Nobody can relate to them like they can. Right. The first thing I've just got to say is I don't really understand why this movie's an R. Because none of the shit they show is all that gory. And mm-hmm. they could have made it an R by saying fuck a time or two. But they keep fucking throwing around like, let me tell you, this is the friggin' guy. And oh my god, are you freaking insane? And one dude literally says, I swear to god, one dude literally says, this is freaking me the F out. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, a criminal, he's going to be scared out of his wits and be like, I'm freaked the F out, guys! Because <laughs> hmm. they're in a bank that this one dude, his name is Paris Franz. And this is the extra shit, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, this is the extra shit Because that's my that biggest problem. Up. The one dude, his name is Paris Franz, and his fucking uncle is, like, the head of the mob, and he's trying to take over his uncle's fucking family he's trying to take the head of the table Mm -hmm. so he goes to rob this bank that his uncle owned but it's not like in use anymore i guess okay yeah exactly okay one of his henchmen says i'm freaked the f out and barbara's there because this dude's been kind of flirting with her uh as, you know, Batgirl, he's been hitting on Batgirl, which that right there is like, that seems more fucking, you know, sexist than anything is like him just treating her as a piece of meat. Oh, right. And that's, that's something that I read in one of the reviews was like, they, they did all this stuff to try to make it less sexist or make her seem less weak. And they succeeded in doing the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, you want to know how I feel about this? Go watch the Honest Trailers thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit almost every fucking beat in that. That's what I did. That's where I got that from, I think. I think that was from the okay, honest yeah. trailer. Yeah, because that's what, after after we talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago and you told me how what what all they did to it to bastardize it, to bastardize yeah. a book that I have gone on record saying I don't really like that much anyway. Yeah. Um, so I had no intention of actually watching it, probably, at least not for a long time. Uh, yeah. So I, so I watched the... Uh, the honest trailer and i was like holy shit he was right and then i sent that i sent that to you and you were like yeah i just watched that and mm-hmm. i was like it's true all of it all of it but barb's got this friend i know i'm jumping around but it's like the paris friends thing that's just stupid he eventually kills his uncle and batgirl has to fight out of the place out of the house uh, batman shows up he fucking defeats everybody while she's there cowering behind a chair mm-hmm so there you go. That's even better. Yeah. And, um, then, and then she sucks his dick. Yeah. They get up on the rooftop. They start fighting and she fucking pushes him to the ground, gets on top of him, kisses him, and then they fuck. It's crazy. I know. It's. Yeah. But then she's got this stereotype gay friend. Oh, yeah. That, that was in the trailer, too. That's just unneeded. And just like the prologue, it's unneeded. I mean, they could have really gone over the top even more with him, like, with the voice, and made him be like, Honey, I've got news for you! 
like Edwin on speed or something. But it's just the shit he says is so stereotypical, and it's like, and they thought this was better. Uh huh. And the one thing I think we talked about this is, um, Alan Moore, does he not want his name on the adaptations of his shit? Um, I don't know if he doesn't want his name on them. I know he doesn't want them made. Well, that I know. But this here, his name is not mentioned on it. It says, based on a graphic novel illustrated by Brian Bolland. There's mm. no Alan Moore. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, and then for this, I definitely wouldn't blame him. Oh, fuck no. If I was him, I'd be like, don't put my name on that. Feel free to pay me, but don't put my name on it. Fuck yeah. I'll take royalties, but if you put my name on it, there's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the animation's just plain, it's cheap, and it, it's kind of jittery. And you've seen these DC movies. You know that they're smooth, generally. Yeah. But here, you can you can see the frames, the animated characters moving across the frame. Yeah, from what, like, I, what I've jerky. seen, it, it almost looks like a bad Flash movie or something. It does. Exactly what it looks like. It looks or maybe like not even a bad, a bad Flash, Flash but... movie. No, it does. A bad Flash movie. That they're like, this is good for a wide release. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. We got to get pump this out. I know. I know. I'm trying. I've no, got, no, no, like, no. No, I'm few... talking about oh, DC. I, I thought you were talking about me. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant DC saying, hurry up. We got to pump this yeah, out. It, it felt like they should have taken a little bit more time yeah. or something. Because, see, I don't think even more time would have helped. They should have no. just scrapped it and started over. Yeah, they because sh- it's that bad. Now this was this was not a Bruce Tim, right? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Okay, yeah. So that even makes it even more disappointing. Yeah, because that dude, we all know he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was when when they first announced it, but then after I saw the bad reviews and the trailers and stuff, I was like, this doesn't look like a Bruce Tim. You thought like me? There's no way Bruce Tim would put his name on this. No. But guess what? But then again, he put his name on that fucking Green Lantern cartoon, too. That was good, though. Was it? That 3D animated? Yeah, that was pretty good. I've Well, I have... Uh, I think I have one episode of it somewhere. Or it's maybe it's a, it's a preview. But yeah, that's actually good. Hmm. Yeah, I never actually watched a whole episode, but the animation kind of turned me off. I mean, the animation looks a little weird for it. Yeah. I would have just preferred they did the 2D Bruce Tim style. Just, like, Justice League Unlimited, just do yeah. that. Yep. But, I mean, I like it. I think it works. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll have to try it. I think it's on Netflix. I think one of my biggest problems with this, though, is, like, Mark, he sounds flat. And you you all know I love Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah, I've, I thought he sounded kind of weird in the, the bits that I've seen. Like, And maybe that's the way he was directed, you know? That's where it, I was going. To do it kind of flat, because, like like a more serious, more like a more sour Joker. Yeah. Well, see, there's two things about that. One, how I do my version of his Joker, which at this point it's my Joker. I don't mean like, you know, you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. that's just how I do Joker. But I saw an interview with him a long time ago where he was describing how he does the Joker voice. He said it was like a roller coaster. He goes, you've got that build-up where it's like, hang on, let me let me grab the killing joke and I'll tell you what he means. Y'all have already heard this because it's on the end of episode 13, but I'm going to do a part of the One Bad Day speech just real quick. He says, you've got the build-up where it's like, you had a bad day once. Am I right? I know. I know I am. I can tell. You had a bad day and everything changed. Why else would you dress like a flying rat? You saw how it kind of got slow, then it built up to, like, a crescendo where it got a little crazier? 
Yeah. He said that's what he did. It, it Joker feels like he's trying to contain himself, but at times he just gets so jittery and he just gotta let it out! And then he brings it back down. It's like, okay, look, Bat, look, we've got to talk about this, but you know what? You really pissed me off! It's kind of like Lewis Black in a way. Mm-hmm. There's none of that here. It's all just like, It's all the you flat know, part. You had a bad day, didn't you? Why else would you dress up like a flying rat? You had a bad day and you... And it's just like, that's weird. But I, I think I figured out the reason why. Andrea Romano wasn't the voice director on this. The person that handled all of Mark's Joker, other than the video games, mm-hmm. she's not here. So they got a key part of the team missing. Oh. The voice director on this is... Shitty McShithead. Wesley... No, I'm sure he does a good job, but he he just doesn't know how to handle this version of the character, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I think Mark's just so flat. Because there's like a couple parts where he lets it out a bit, but not much. Another one of the things that was a huge disappointment for me, they changed a lot of the dialogue. Oh, really? It sort of has the theme of what the book has, but it's just twisted, turned, rewritten. There's Mm. only one segment of the entire movie that's spot on faithful, and that's the loony musical number. And that's one of the parts where Mark kind of lets the crazy out. Yeah. Why would they bother doing that? What, changing everything but that segment? Yeah, why would they bother changing so much when you have a script already written? I have no clue. And one of the things people kind of got pissy about was, I don't know how well you know this book, but the part where Joker uh, buys the um, theme park, do you remember that? Uh, Vaguely, yep. Well, in the book he says, well, it's garish, ugly, and derelicts have used it as a toilet or used it for a toilet sorry but in the movie he says it's garish ugly and it smells like piss i don't know if it's rat or human but it's definitely piss people got pissy because they changed that to piss and it's like well if you're going for an r i would expect that but that's like the only point where it seems like they were going for an r to me because i think somebody says shit at one point but you can get away with that in a pg-13 movie Get away with that in a PG movie. Oh, can you? Probably. Okay, then. I don't know. I grew up in a time when PG didn't mean shit. I mean, PG was like, you could have titties in PG movies. Well, yeah, because Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, that was like in the the mid-80s, wasn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, 84. You either had, you had G, PG, and R, so. Yep. You could do a lot of shit in PG movies, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'll never forget when Kate Capshaw's titties came out in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that Looney segment is the only bit that is spot on, and Mark did that well. I mean, they changed like some of the imagery. I think the pictures of Barb aren't as like blatantly sexual. Like In the book, you can see the curve of her tits and the curve of her ass cheeks and shit, and mostly it's just limbs and shit in the movie, which it's like... You're going for an R. Just do it. <laughs> and I know that's the thing I keep coming back to, but it's like at no point did I see this and be like, oh, yeah, this is an R movie. Almost like it's like, well, we don't deserve an R, but can you give us one? Because we want to seem hardcore. Exactly. We want people to think that we're doing weird dark, shit in this. But yeah, the darkest, like, most fucked up Batman ever. Which I've said many times that Batman is like the only one of the big DC characters that I think should be allowed to go R. Yeah. 
But I would agree. This here, it's like I don't see it anywhere. And the one thing I I read a bit of it earlier is the one bad day speech. Everybody knows that speech. Everybody talks about that speech. I remember when Daredevil, the second set of Daredevil episodes came out, everybody was like, holy shit, Punisher did the Joker's one bad day speech. This is awesome. Oh, yeah, he kind of did, didn't he? Yeah. Well, that's what I've heard. But I mean, they not butchered exact, that not, fucking speech. Yeah, not like word for word. Well, yeah, but, but I the, mean, the, it the seems same, similar. The gist of it, yeah. Well, in this movie, they butchered that brilliant speech that everybody loves and knows. They butchered it. Why? Everybody loves this speech. Everybody knows this speech. Mark has talked about his dream of doing this speech. But they fucking cut it and changed the words around and shit and pulled sections of it out. It's like the joke at the end. That's famous. Everybody knows that joke because the end gets real weird and it's like, wait, what happened? Right. The joke at the end, they cut a couple pieces out of that and it's like, why? So did they they make the ending any more concrete or is it still just nope nope joker's body doesn't hit the ground because uh you remember grant morrison he was on fat man on batman and was like hey look oh yeah i'll explain the ending to you batman killed joker that's what happened yeah i remember that that's why i said did they clarify it yeah i think brian bolland shot that down that that's what happened but but it makes sense because they're sitting there laughing then all of a sudden joker stops right well that happens here they're both laughing. Batman's. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> All of a sudden, Joker stops laughing and Batman's. He's got his hands on his shoulders. They go down to the water, just like in the book. It cuts to black and you still hear Kevin Conroy. <laughs> and it's like, what? Hmm. And then. The words, Batman, the killing joke, comes up on the screen. They do a little bit of credits. And here, I don't know if you know about this. This is one one thing they added that I think was actually a good idea. They show Barb rolling up in a wheelchair to a computer console. She puts a headset on or something like that mm-hmm. and says, like, Oracle Online. That right there is your character redemption. That's her fucking being like, well, I guess I'll rise from these ashes. That was a great addition. But the rest of the added shit... What the fuck? Yeah, sounds pretty fucking stupid. I said back at the beginning of the year, my two most anticipated movies in a movie where are in a year where we've got a movie where Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Ant-Man and Black Panther are all in the same fucking movie for the first time ever something we never thought we'd see. I said my two most anticipated movies for this year were Batman the Killing Joke and the Scooby WWE movie. If you had told me that of those two movies one of them would be a disappointment. I never in a million years would have thought The Killing Joke would have been the disappointment. The fucking Scooby movie, as I said in 13, was great. This was anything but. Unfortunately, it's... I don't know. And it's not even like, you know, I built up my expectations. Because I just figured, you know, with the talent involved, they would do it right. But Well, yeah, it should be a slam dunk. Like, it shouldn't have been... It felt like there was no expectation because it felt safe, you know? I mean, they could have just done a fucking audiobook of The Killing Joke with that cast, and it would have been a slam dunk. Yeah, if you had Andrea directing it. Yeah. But yeah, I just... I was baffled by it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't seem right in any fucking way. That was really surprising. How do you think I felt, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. I, I can only imagine how you felt. It, it would be like... Like, you saw 
the Mad Love episode of Batman the Animated Series, right? Mm-hmm. You saw how they cut a bit of that for time, right? Uh, did yeah. you ever read the original? Did you ever read the original comic story? Yeah, I think so. I've, I've read that more than I've seen the show for sure. That episode. Okay. Well, they in the show, in the show, they changed a couple lines and they cut some stuff because it's kind of hard to do all of that in twenty-two minutes. Mm-hmm. But they did it. They pulled it off. They did it beautifully without being like, "Wait, why are you changing that?" I think in the show they made a Star Wars reference. Like when Joker throws the bomb or whatever into Gordon uh-huh. as him and Harley are leaving, uh, Joker says in the show, like, may the floss be with you. Because, mm. you know, it's Mark doing the Joker, yeah, of course. Sure. In the book, it was something different. But the changes between those two are nothing compared to the changes between this. Because they were just, like, rearranging shit, cutting out whole word balloons. Put this piece here. We'll move that to the end of the paragraph and we'll put this in the middle and it's like wait why and like in the dream seek are the flashback sequences of joker yeah where he's being pressured by the mob yeah yeah wasn't he like a stand-up comic or something yeah 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 and he was doing it because you know his wife was pregnant right and all that shit well they even made weird choices there because like in the comic all the red shit in those pops out It sticks out. You see the red clearly. So, like, they've got him eating lobsters or shrimp or crawdads or something at one point. Mm -hmm. They even cut that out, which I thought was kind of weird because I thought it would be better than him just sitting there looking at his drink. And, like I said, in the book they highlighted it. I don't think they really highlighted the red hood mask in the movie. That Mm -hmm. helmet. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember that part because I was so distracted by the prologue even though i said i watched it two times without that's really distracting and ruins the whole thing for me i would imagine i didn't even know they were doing it until like it came out or something yeah until you told me i had no idea that they were adding a bunch of shit to the beginning oh you didn't hear that before no yeah they were talking about it because they kept saying the story's only like 48 pages or something so they wanted to expand it a bit and it's like you can do a 50 minute movie yeah what's wrong with a 50 minute movie because i mean hell Warner Brothers Animation's done that before with Tom and Jerry movies. There was one of those that's like fucking 40 minutes. I think the Sherlock Holmes one is like 40 minutes or 50 minutes or something. It's not even an hour. So why can't you do it here and do it right? I was just so blinded by that because it was so unnecessary. And I I can't remember some parts of it because it's still, it's just like, why did they do that? Yeah. Well, fucking the same reason they do um, all the shit they do. Which is? mental retardation i don't know i mean the same reason why they they reimagine scooby-doo as a fucking whatever the fuck that train wreck is oh god yeah which episode 17 i guess episode 17 is gonna be us reading four and five Ooh, i'm not looking forward to that yeah oh shit i still gotta get five oh because <laughs> that, that came out last week right yeah this past wednesday oh fuck I'll, i will say this about it though at least the fucking main cover finally looks like something I wouldn't be sad to own. Yeah. Because Howard Porter's taking over the covers, and it's like, oh, what a relief. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about Scooby just for a second, because, come on, it's Nerd Blitz, we've got to. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Wasn't it episode t- 12 where we talked about Scoob, S-C-O-O-B, periods in there? Yeah. I was thinking about that, and we were both like, that sounds like horse shit, but... 
this past Tuesday was 47th anniversary of Scooby, so I ended up watching uh, the last three episodes of Mystery Inc. Mm-hmm. That I keep telling you, you need to watch with the demon. Yeah. And there's extra dimensional shit going on there. And it's like, you know, now that I think about it, if you had described the plot of this show to me, I would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? But seeing it executed, I wouldn't want it any other way because that show is fucking perfect, tip to tail. So I was thinking about Scoob and it's like, okay, yeah, that sounds weird and hokey and just fucking downright strange. But as I said, that Tony Cervoni dude, he was supposed to be directing it. And now we've heard Dax Shepard might be directing it with him. Yeah. Having Tony in charge of it, he was in charge of Mystery Incorporated. I think I've come around on that plot description, which again, could be a rumor. But I've come around on that. He did something fucking strange before that would have had me like, No! If you'd have described it, you know? Yeah, we gave Scooby Apocalypse a chance after we shit on it for three or four weeks. Well, see, there we had a lot more information, even though it was bad information. But, like, just a simple plot description, I think... Because, yeah, look back at it. When they gave that simple plot description, I was like, "Eh, I'm not so big on this being their first meeting, but... Sounds okay to me. I mean, doesn't sound great, but I can see it working. And then Jim Lee came out and started saying all the weird shit he was saying. Mm-hmm. It went off the rails. Just a simple description like that, with the right people in charge, it can work. And I know I just spent like a half hour saying, you know, the right people were in charge on the killing joke, and it went down the tubes. So, who knows? I mean, it's a weird place to be waiting for something as weird as Scoob. Seeing the weird shit that Tony did on uh, Mystery Inc. It's a weird place to be, you know? Yeah, when does it come out next year? Uh, 2018. September 21st, 2018, I think. Oh, okay. So they're not even close to starting production on that. Uh, well, it is animated, so they've they uh, got to be. Well, yeah, I guess if it's like a Pixar-type animation. Yeah, it is going to be CG animated. It's going to be CG animated, um... It's going to have some kind of weird shit going on. We know that simply by the title. I'm I'm looking forward to and dreading that in the same way that you were like looking forward to and dreading Rogue One when they announced it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, there's that. So far, it seems like that's turning out okay, so maybe Scoop will turn out okay. Uh, giant half-man, half-dog, mutant dictator can dream, can he? <laughs> that's me. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> So, you ready to get into our spooky shit? Yeah, we thought we would talk about some spooky shit, since it's Halloween. And not just any kind of spooky shit, but spooky shit that's specific to our area. Yeah. Because everybody's heard all the fucking normal spooky shit. Yeah. A couple of these things I'm going to bring up, I actually sent to Walt for an overkill. Oh, did you? Uh Uh-huh, because I thought it was... Or no, it was um, not for an overkill, but uh, I think when they were doing some... They were supposed to be doing some kind of a project, and they asked people for oh. uh, urban legends or like go, like local ghost story type shit or weird shit like that. I sent one of these. He said thanks, and then never used it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so, you know what you could do? What's that? After we talk about this shit, and like a week before this episode comes out, then send it to Walt for overkill? <laughs> So, like, we scoop them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. I don't I don't think they care. <laughs> hey, with them doing Overkill Monthly, they're going to have to fucking find shit to do 
eventually, so why not? Yeah, that's true. They take listener fucking shit like that and throw it in all the time. Or I'm just saying, make sure we do it first. And hey, you can even throw in a plug. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, tell us what you got, because sadly I don't know much about a lot of the creepy shit around here. The one thing I do know, I know very little about, and then the other thing I know slightly more about, because one of the local news channels talks about it every year, okay. or they have for the past few years. But Okay, so the two that I have specifically are things that were around, like, high school. Like, there there are those things that you don't know where they came from or where they started from, but these stories that you would hear people say. Sort of like a Slender Man type thing? Yeah, kind of. Just like an urban legend that you're like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, except except for one of these is 100% true. <laughs> okay. But uh, we used to hear stories all the time about, and I didn't even know where it was, where this was supposed to be taking place. But okay. um, somewhere around here, I always thought it was um, Missouri Bottom Road. Yeah. Because it, it just seems like that's where something like this would happen. You know, like a, a remote area. Yeah. But supposedly there was this place where you could drive to and it was a winding, secluded, wooded road. And the, the road would come to a dead end and you'd have to turn around. And when you turned around, your car would be attacked by these fucking mutant creatures with giant bubble heads they were called the bubble heads are you for real yeah for real i've never heard this everybody used to talk about the bubble heads well not everybody but you know what i mean those those stories were yeah. always around like so and so went looking for the bubble heads like over the weekend or you know because that's like something that kids would do was is to drive down this road try to find the bubble heads the bubble head family yeah. this one sounds like real slender manny yeah and and it was always like a friend of a friend did this or my yeah. brother's my brother's friends went out and they they saw this and the the dad of the bubbleheads came out and was shooting at him with a shotgun or or something but uh what it is is supposedly like a family of these like like almost like the hills have eyes but like with giant swollen heads it sounds almost like the toxic avenger um kind of Kind of like kind of melty, bulbousy heads, yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Or you know, they would um, they would come flying out of the trees and and start with baseball bats and beat on your car until you got away. Wow. And, and I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I had heard that story or somebody's somebody's story of they drove down this road and such and such happened. And you know, part of you is like, well, this is bullshit. But then part of it's like, oh, that's fucked up. That I wonder if that really did happen. <laughs> Did you ever go try? I did not. However, with the wonders of the internets, because this was like 25 years ago. Are you going to fucking spoil it now? No, not necessarily, but I, I did look it up, and surprisingly, because I'm like, I wonder if anybody else ever heard these stories, or if this was just a something in my school, like, uh, you know, something in, in our school district or whatever that had been passed down from class to class you know yeah 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 and uh i, I googled it and sure enough there was a, a haunted haunted st louis or or some some site had this this list of five st louis ghost stories yeah or uh, urban legends yeah and, yeah and sure enough the bubbleheads were on there so oh, there was, shit, really yeah so there was like all kinds of detailed information about where this road is and um oh dude nerd bliss investigates 
I know. This this was something that me and Molly were going to do. Fuck it, let's make this a crossover. Let's all three go do this. Well, see, the problem is now it's kind of mm, kind of unsafe for other reasons. Well, not oh, unsafe, okay. but the people who actually live on this road don't sound like they enjoy all the people who come looking for the bubbleheads to this day. <laughs> okay, I got you. So... You know, it's possible. In a way, the bubbleheads are real. It's possible there could be some popo waiting for you. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. But anyway, it's um the name of the road is Carico Road, and it's in Florissant. Yeah, that's not far. Yeah, and it's, um I guess it's in a part of Florissant that's close to the Missouri River. Yeah. So it's, it's real wooded, and uh, I actually looked it up on Google Earth, or Google Maps, and I could see a yeah. satellite of it, and it's like... You see the road, and it's winding through these trees, and then all of a sudden it just disappears into a tree cover. <laughs> so it's like, oh, huh. oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I guess I can understand why this would be scary. <laughs> and there's all, and there are like no trespassing signs all over the place, all along this road. Oh. Um, so basically, this site gave like the history and, and like some information about it, and basically, it's like you know the legends or the urban the tale varies depending on who tells it you know but it's yeah this family and either they took experimental drugs that caused their heads to swell to the size of large pumpkins yeah <laughs> or people said that it's uh like an old st louis family with physical deformities from years of inbreeding and they keep to themselves yeah. like the hills have eyes kind of you know yeah and they they'll attack trespassers yeah, and some some of them say that they're just ghosts with big swollen heads that would be fun, though, now that I think about it. Like, try and find some local legend like that where there's not reports of, like, you fucking go there and you might get in trouble. That would be fun to go out in the field and record and try hunting something down or something, you know? Yeah, but then later on in this article it says, you know, could this have, like, a kernel of truth to it? And this is kind of where it might get spoiled. <laughs> Was it one of the people who was interviewed for this article one of the residents on that road um yeah said that you know years and years and years ago there was a family that did live in one of the houses down at the dead end of this road and they had a like a retarded son who had ah. like ins- who had like encephalitis yeah or no hydro hydrocephalus sorry the the thing where their your head swells you know their brain yeah. swell and he had to wear a helmet and stuff to keep his head safe so you know all those yeah. years ago that could have been like what's up with the freak in the helmet yeah well and not just that like all those years ago like if it's long as long ago as it sounds like that's the times when like you know we got a retarded a retard in the family let's fucking lock him up in a room or something yeah which 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 is part of what we'll talk about later too the um when we start talking about the lemp family yeah that's about all i've got on the bubbleheads there's it's really like not that involved um, yeah, but man, it's, it's just one of those like things one of those. Used to, yeah, yeah, used to um, used to creep the shit out of you. Well, here I can tell you, it's not nothing. It's nothing scary or anything, but it's a little fucking. It's sort of similar, I think, in a way. Mm-hmm. A little urban legend that I started at one of the schools we went to. You know those like uh, fruit pies and shit, mm-hmm. like Hostess and Tasty Cake. They both have them. Yeah, yeah, love those. So bad for you, but I love them. Yeah, you can get them at McDonald's, too. Well, see, I uh, I never liked them. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I started a rumor at this one school we went to that the lunch lady injected them with cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and before long, why? Why would all- she do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just said it because I didn't like them. Because everybody was always asking me, like, why don't you eat that? And I was like, I don't like them. They would be like, you don't like them. So just to fucking not have to deal with that, I was like, oh, didn't you hear the lunch lady injected them with cat piss? There's, those are made with cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks went by, and at the end of lunch, I started seeing a bunch of the fruit pies at the bottom of the trash can. <laughs> That's funny. So it's kind of like that. It's just one of those things that somebody talks about and somehow the whole school finds out about it and everybody's worried about it or whatever. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That's fucked up. I know. All because I didn't want people bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this article said that the that legend's been around for at least forty years, so it's been quite a while. Well, that's that's not far from the time where it's like Uncle Jimmy's retarded. Lock him in the room. Mm, yeah, that's that's kind of the same type of shit they do with people back then when they had dementia and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, grandma's grandma's a little grandma's not feeling well today." Yeah, any kind of mental disorder, it was like institutionalize them. Any kind of neurological or... Yeah. Not even, like, institutionalize them, because that would be some sort of, even though they were cruel and shit, some sort of professional help. Like, they would lock them in a room in the house and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there'd be old... There were old stories and shit, like my... I remember my grandma talking about, you'd hear people screaming from houses because she grew up in a small town, Ellington. Mm Mm-hmm. Occasionally, she would talk about, you would hear screaming coming from houses and shit. And they never knew what it was. They didn't know if the houses were haunted or if somebody went mad or something like that. Hmm. And it's just like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, that's pretty fucking creepy. And I mean, it's kind of like back in the day when a girl got knocked up out of wedlock and they'd fucking send her off to a camp to have the baby. That's fucking strange, too. It's the same type of thing. And it was like, something's wrong with them, so... Yeah, I can't sure be embarrassed. looking. And, yeah, yeah. We, can't, we can't embarrass like, the family at all. Let's make sure nobody's looking and throw them away. Yeah, which is months. kind of leads into this other urban legend that I that I found. Oh, are you going to go to that or are we going to go to the lamps? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's where I'm going. Oh, okay. Cuz the <laughs> um I found I found this story and like I I had forgotten this part of the limp because the limp family yeah. in St. Louis was uh one of the first beer brewers around here. Like yeah. uh, obviously the Anheuser-Busch is the big one. Um yeah. but the limps were around at the same time. I guess they were a little bit before the the bushes, um, mm-hmm. so they were a big they were a big uh, a big deal like their family, but they were also like a lot of people say cursed, uh, yeah, because there's so many tragedies that that went on in their family and in this mansion and in the brewery and all that stuff. And one of the, I mean, there's all kinds of shit, and we can get into their history if you want after I after I tell this story. But one that I found was the. Um, the monkey-faced boy that lives in that lived in the attic of the um, the limp mansion. Now, see, I don't think I've heard about that. I've always just heard that the mansion was haunted. Yeah, well, yeah, the mansion's definitely supposedly haunted. Um, but one of the one of the hauntings or one of the well, because it's the it's the supposedly the ghost that they see. Yeah, is um, you can see it from the street um, up in this high window. Um, you could see this uh, the ghost of this monkey-faced boy huh. looking out the window. And, uh, and you can actually go in like they, every year they have tours, right. Of the yeah, yeah, brewery it's like, and the, and the mansion. 
Yeah, and then I think there's like a haunted tour of St. Louis type thing too. And then I Mm -hmm. think there's just a limp tour. Yeah, the limp tour. Yeah. Both of them stop there. Obviously, the limp tour does, but there's like a haunted St. Louis one that goes there too. Yeah, because and you can actually go up into the attic of the of the. Don't they take people through the whole house? Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's one of the stops is is the attic where this monkey faced boy supposedly this ghost is. You know. Yeah, up in one of the high windows, and then I've heard, like, one of the lower windows, too, like, you see an old lady or something every once in a while, and it's like, that's fucked up. There's no record of, well, they, I mean, what they say is probably the limps had a retarded child, yeah. and they kept him in the attic, and that's what, um... People see is... Yeah, but there's no there's no record of them having this, ch- this child, which well, yeah. I guess there wouldn't be, but, uh... That it, you know, there was a kid with Down syndrome or something that they locked in the attic and kept in the attic. Yeah. And just never acknowledged even existed. Yeah, kind of like that one episode of The Simpsons where he had a evil oh, brother yeah. or something that yeah, was locked yeah, yeah. in the attic. <laughs> like I said, it's fucked up because they did that shit back then. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's and it's not just like the fan the fancy schmancy people. Even these fucking hill you know backwoods hill people like my grandma's family i'm not saying they did it because i don't know because my grandma she wouldn't she was the type that would never talk about her family and shit so for all i know yeah she did do it but it's those small time small town backwoods people they did it too because everybody was worried about embarrassing the family and it's like nobody fucking knows who you are who gives a shit Mm -hmm. you you don't condone it but you can sort of understand why a big family like the lemps would do it but it's still fucked up yeah but yeah, the that whole limp dynasty or whatever was just a clusterfuck. Yeah, it really was like the um, just like sudden mysterious deaths and suicides, several suicides in that house. Um, it, it sort of feels a lot like the shit they say about the Kennedys uh, and how they were cursed because a lot of fucking yeah. weird, strange shit happened to them. All of a sudden, they're all getting you know assassinated. They're getting. In weird-ass accidents and shit, planes going down, all kinds of crazy shit. And it's like, what the fuck? Right, and because of all that bad history, um, yeah, the people people say that the mansion is haunted. And, you know, I've heard from several people who have taken those tours that, you know, there's definitely some bad energy in there. You know, you can, you can be in a place and be just completely fucking creeped out for no reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, if somebody tells you here all your life, this place is fucked up. Yeah, you're going to go in there and be like, this place is fucked up, man. I'll tell you what, I long time ago, we went to Graceland. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, that fucking place creeped the shit out of me. Like, I felt like, you know, if I, if I actually believed in ghosts and shit, like, that place, I, I could just feel it, like, the, the negative energy in there. Yeah. It was just really creepy to me. You don't believe in you don't believe ghosts exist. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I would. I think maybe energy exists. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know that you can see like spectral forms necessarily. Have you ever like been in a place and thought you saw somebody that you knew that you knew was dead? Mm. Just kind of walk by you. Yeah, usually it's um, it's just somebody that looks like the, the person. Because I mean, but it's I not mean, like it's not like it's not like they disappear. There. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever. Not no, not really. Well, see, like it hasn't happened in a long time, but every once in a while around here in my house, I would see my dad's dad. We all would. You just out of the corner of your eye, you look, 
you think you saw somebody walk by and you go and look because you don't know if, you know, somebody else is moving around in the house. You go and look and there's nobody there. That's happened here. And, like, one of our dogs, Sugar, our one boxer, that, like, I always called her, we always called her Mama because she was just, like, a mom to all of us. Mm -hmm. Not long after she died... When she was, you know, at full strength and everything, she would always walk around the house and always check on all of us and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd be in the bathroom, you'd turn to wash your hands, and, like, you'd see her big brown form on the ground walking by, checking on you or something. You'd fucking walk out there and be like, okay, am I seeing shit? And there's mm-hmm. nothing there. So, I don't know if it's ghosts in the way that you see it or hear about it in some places, where it's, you know, like... A spectral form that's just standing there staring at you or something. I don't know if that type of shit exists because I've never encountered it. Or I don't know if it's just like, there's lead paint in this house and we're all fucked up and seeing shit. (laughs) (laughs) That could be too. (laughs) Fucking gas leak. Yeah, I don't know, but... (laughs) Occasionally there's shit like that where it's like, wait, did I just see something? Around here. Yeah. And then... We talked about, like, shit like Unsolved Mysteries and shit like that. You you see these, like, ghost shows every once in a while, and people have pictures of wounds and shit they got. It could just be assholes just trying to seek attention, but... Because I think there were, I saw one years ago where they had a camera ready because, like, it had happened to one of the other kids. But there was this little kid, and they had a camera on his back because it's, he said his back was burning. So they're holding the camera and shooting it on his back. And all of a sudden you see cuts digging oh, into his back. And yeah, I think like, I saw something like that, yeah. And this is before, like, the days of everybody has the ability to do CG. Mm-hmm. And there's shit like that, and it's like, so I don't know. I'm not against it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't say for sure. It yeah. It seems unlikely, but, I mean, your you know energy can't be destroyed, right? Energy never goes away. Yeah. So when you die, where does your energy go? Exactly. Or where does all like, the electrical I mean, all the electrical energy that's in your body, where does all that go? Yeah, so, it doesn't I don't think it just fucking fades away. I mean, yeah, your body's done, it's rotten in the ground, but I think the energy has to go somewhere because I mean there's energy all around us, you know? Right. I mean, who's to say that It's one of those things that it's like it's sort of like the force, you know, to tie in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's like the force. It's like I guess you just become one with the force and your energy just becomes a part of all the other energy. Yeah, which that'd be pretty fucking cool. I And I mean, I don't say that in a way like, you know, like a heavenly way where you can sit and watch people, but who knows? It could be, too. It's not like up in the sky. You're just in the air and shit, you know? Mm, yeah. But yeah, all kinds of spooky shit like that. Back to the limps. They, like I said, they do every Halloween. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do, um, they had a, a limp haunted house in the brewery itself the old brewery or the the tunnels under the i guess Ah, there's there's, uh i don't know if they do a haunted house but i think they do a tours of that well i know they definitely do that but i was pretty sure that they had a haunted house that was at one time like connected to it or right close by yeah and they definitely do like haunted tours you can have dinner there dinner and a tour and i think molly did it I think they went one year. I think they went one year, and she's one of the people who said, you know, it wasn't like scary, but it was definitely kind of creepy. Yeah. Just because those old ass houses, those two hundred year old brick houses, 
mansions and stuff are creepy anyway. But then to know all the shit that's gone on in that house and yeah, it's it's not like scary, but there's a definite sense of unease. Yeah, exactly. And she wouldn't go in the attic, so. <laughs> well, see, that's the type of thing that I don't know if I would want to go in the attic either. Not because I'm afraid the monkey faced boy is going to get me or anything like that, but I'm just not good with tight spaces. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> like, like the caverns and shit. What was it? Years ago, when we went on our trip to Florida, we stopped at uh, Ruby Falls, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And we went in there. That was just not good for me because there's a couple spots where it's like, okay, now you've got to suck in your gut and get through this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, fuck God. that. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, you can't turn back. And it's like, oh, God, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. I'm claustrophobic as a motherfucker. Okay, is there anything else we have to say about the lamps, or are we ready to move on to our other spooky shit? I did just look up a picture of the Lemp Mansion. It's fucking spooky as fuck looking. It's pretty spooky looking? Yeah, it's just like a big brick, two-story. It doesn't even really look like a mansion, or what I would call a mansion, but I guess in the 1800s it was a mansion. Yeah. Um, Well, see, I always remember it looking white. Yeah, it looks white. It's painted. It's painted white? Okay. Yeah, and it's... uh, just got big square, big rectangle windows, like four, yeah. four or five across. It just looks, it looks kind of just dead. Yeah, it just looks like one of those old houses that mm-hmm. probably should be run down, but they've kept it up because that's their money maker. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like one of those creepy old houses you see in Scooby Doo. I could definitely see why people would they would think it was haunted. It definitely looks like a haunted house. It looks ominous. How about that? Yeah. No shit. Um. So, do you want to go into your other thing, or do you want to talk about the thing that I've got, which, sadly, I didn't have enough time to do a lot of research on, but we both know a bit about it. Why don't we do my thing, and then we'll save yours for later. We'll save yours for last, because that's kind of like the big one. Yeah, okay. That's the one everybody will know about. Well, yeah, obviously. So, what's your other thing, then? Uh, My other spooky... uh urban legend which really isn't an urban legend it is 100 percent true maybe not all the things maybe not all of the things that happen there are true but it's a play it was a place called the equidome okay i've heard of it i think and um that's another one of those things where i never knew for sure where it was at um until until i just researched it you probably heard about it because a few years ago they dynamited it and blew it up oh that could be why i heard about it yeah the way I always heard about it was it was um, an underground, like, satanic place, like an abandoned building, but most of it was, like, okay. a, like subterranean. So you would, like, go down these manholes and shit, and, you know, there are people down there doing, like, satanic shit. Yeah. And, like, human sacrifice and stuff. And um, that was another thing, like, with the bubbleheads. It was, like, at lunchtime, people would be talking about, you know, last weekend, so-and-so, they all, they all went out to the Equidome and had to you know, almost got caught by the cops and, you know, they found some crazy spooky shit there, like all this crazy writing on the walls and shit like that. And, uh, and what it is, is it was off 90 highway 94 out in St. Charles, out in in Weldon Springs. And after world war two, they built this place. It was a water treatment plant and it had been shut down since the forties. So it was kind of vacant. And if you look at it, it's just kind of fucked up looking like a plain concrete building, almost like like a several stories tall like bunker. 
but they say that like inside is like a labyrinth of small rooms and and there are like manholes that like go down you know like sub levels to this place and like um the, the structure itself is just crazy and and complicated and confusing and uh and it was true like that um the plant became a legendary hangout for young people rumors spread that satanic cults performed occult rituals and animal sacrifices within its cavernous chambers that is fucked up yeah the lure of mystery and danger attracted more thrill-seeking teens year after year some dubbed the plant the echo dome others called it the aqua dome which yeah i've heard it i've heard it all those different ways yeah. In time, the nicknames merged into one, the Equidome. Yeah, see, I've heard of the Equidome. I just never heard, like, any history of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so the guy they talked to for this article said that he'd never been there, but he talked to people who had been there, and, like, and they always said just how dangerous, like, it was to go there. Yeah. You could easily, like, fall through, fall through one of these open manholes and break your leg or be attacked by you know, attacked by groups of people that might be hanging out there if you went on the wrong night or if you went the wrong time. Like, there could be, you know, who the fuck knows who could be there, you know? Yeah. Um, And then they talked to a St. Charles County Sheriff's deputy. He said, we had a couple of deaths where kids fell while climbing around on it. And we had had a teen who fell through a manhole and it was impaled on a steel spike. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I think he survived. (laughs) That's what he said. Um, Yeah. There there were numerous crawl spaces and sore lids missing, and there was no electricity, so there was a lot of accidental injuries over the years. See, something like that, going into an abandoned building like that, especially Mm -hmm. like an industrial-type building, Mm -hmm. that holds no fucking allure to me. Yeah, it's fucking scary as shit. Yeah, because you don't know if there's like fucking deranged rats in the fucking thing waiting to chew your fucking face off. Oh, fuck rats. There's deranged human beings in there. Well, that too, but I mean, I expect fucking deranged humans everywhere I go. I don't want a fucking rat coming out at me on my face. They they go on to talk more to this sheriff. Um, Yeah. And he says that like all of his deputies and stuff would talk about all the weird shit they'd find when they'd go there because they they said they they would they would arrest like twenty people a year for trespassing just for trespassing. God damn! But sometimes they'd catch people doing like more fucked up shit than just trespassing. Yeah. He said that they'd find like burnt candles and pentagrams painted on the floor and like red splashes on the floor and on the walls and stuff, and no one was quite sure if, if it was actually blood or not. Um, and in the, like the eighties and nineties, they found a lot of satanic scribbling, like graffiti on the walls and stuff and found remains of animals that may have been used in a ritual. Good Lord. And then in 1988, uh, the post-dispatch ran a, an article about, uh, sheriff's deputies arrested, uh, three armed men who said they were searching for cultists who intended to offer a human sacrifice at the water plant. The men claimed to be former devil worshipers. So, so they like actually caught armed men that were hunting around in there looking for these Satan worshippers to stop them from doing a human sacrifice. And they were former Satan worshippers themselves. That's what they. That's what they claimed. Yeah. Good fucking god, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few times since we've been recording that I'm like truly speechless. 
Because I have. I've heard about the Equidome before, but that type of shit? No. I never heard any of that. It's weird to think that crazy shit like that was happening so close to where we are, too, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, way closer to you than it is me, but still. Let's see. Let me find that one. Oh, yeah. Here you go. That sheriff's department guy who also said, well, like I said, they arrested people for trespassing most of the time, but sometimes there were more serious crimes. We had assaults, sexual assaults, even a case where a sniper in the tower shot a pastor's wife as she was riding on Highway 94. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Yeah. Um, let's see. There was a pastor, or I think it was a pastor. Let's see. Oh, a reverend. Okay. Same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so this guy said he sensed something very real during the five times he explored it between 1983 and 1995. Um, Why would you explore the fucking joint five times? Uh, yeah, don't you think you'd do it once and be like, that's enough? Yeah, especially, didn't you say he's a reverend? Now, yeah. But he's... Oh, okay. that's what I'm. That's what I'm reading here. It says he's 40, and he... He's like my age, and he he was there in eighty three through ninety five. So he was there when he was like fucking, oh, like, like okay. nine years old. Yeah, mm, not sure about that. Well, I don't know because there's some kids like that that they like doing stupid shit. Oh, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> Beery is a non denominational minister through the Universal Life Church in California. He's not even fucking... Oh, he's from St. Charles, I guess. Oh, no, that's where the church is. Never mind. He has performed several building exorcisms, ridding a home or business of what seems to be a troublesome spirit. Oh, fuck off. Oh, he's fucking crazy. Oh, he said he did not try to cast any spirits from the Equidome, but he did try to fill the place up with positive energy. Fuck you. Take your fucking study group and go in there and read Bible passages. It's it's a huge task, he said. It left me drained on many occasions because it was just so negative there. There was something out there and it was scary. Go sing Kumbaya then, motherfucker. Yeah. He said he found evidence of occult rituals including animal bones and carcasses, which I believe. Yeah. Um, he said he saw a dead cat that had been mutilated and there was melted wax on top of the pillar that it was laying on it looked like it had been used as an altar he said when i saw that that was the last time i ever went out there and this was didn't you say like 93 or something 95 95 i was four then so this crazy shit was happening when i was four yeah wow um doesn't it make you wonder because you don't really hear about this type of shit anymore and you know these type of people are still out there but doesn't it make you wonder of how they're keeping it all secret now yeah, well, this place isn't there anymore. Well, yeah, but I don't mean that specifically, but you don't hear about fucking Satan worshippers sacrificing cats anymore. Oh, yeah, not really. So it's like, where'd they go? Because they didn't just fucking hang up their cloaks and be like, oh, that was fun for the weekend, but I think we're done now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, that was in 1998? I can't believe what? that was that long ago. Um, when they tried to bl- when they tried to blow up the uh, Equidome, when they tried to dis- demolish it, yeah, that was in 1998. They, um, you know, they rigged it with dynamite or whatever to blow it and yeah. you know, drop it like they do buildings. Yeah, I remember watching it on the news. It just like ex- the explosion went off, 
and it like just moved a little bit and like kind of tilted a bit like the leaning tower of pisa and just stayed it was like (laughs) it was like fuck you i'm not going anywhere no we still got more shit to do here and i think i think they did it one more time after that and it still didn't go fall down wow um and then they just left it and eventually it just do you do you think people still fucking tried going in there after that then probably people are stupid that's fucking that's nuts but uh but it eventually did fall down like it's not there anymore it's they said now it's um a firing range for the St. Charles County Sheriff Department <laughs> like a training like a training facility yeah i mean wow. not not the building but they built uh, a facility yeah. on top of the land that's fucked up mhm but yeah so that's one of those things that was definitely true like when did it finally go down um i don't know probably at least 10 oh. years ago damn yeah it's been gone for a while that's yeah that is that's fucked up mhm which is even more fucked up to find out where it was because i've probably been by it and just not even known it you know yeah cuz it's it sounds like it's out by like bush wildlife um off 94 in Weldon Springs in that area yeah um and which that's another thing like have you ever been out to bush wildlife the conservation uh, area out there i don't think so i don't think so um when i was a kid that's where we would go fishing all the time um cuz it was you know the most well when i was a kid it was like super rural um now it's a lot more built up around there and it's you know you can see the highway from some of the lakes in the conservation yeah. area which you never used to be able to when i was a kid but all throughout the that conservation area there's like on these side roads that go from lake to lake yeah there are like bunkers built into the ground like built into the side of hills and stuff yeah like with big iron doors yeah 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 it's fucked up looking i guess they used to be like munitions stores during the war are they some, like or something are they like you said they've got like iron doors are they like closed off though and you can't get in them oh yeah you can't get in them they're, they're locked see that would be cool to investigate yeah at least i assume you can't get into them um you've never tried fuck no <laughs> <laughs> but it does make me wonder like i wonder what's in there i wonder yeah. if there's still shit in there i mean not not world war Two bombs and shit but like well, I wonder yeah. what I wonder what they keep in there now. Yeah. And you come by sometime and all of a sudden the fucking lake's closed or something. Mm-hmm. Because they're in there. That's, that'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that that type of shit, that's interesting too. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why why do they still need it? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess, how do you tear it down? It's oh. underground. You know, it's like built into the side well, of the... Well, I mean, why not fucking just open it up then or something what do you is it just because they're like afraid critters will get in there or something or what bums might go in there and oh probably oh you know there'd be like there'd be like a tent fucking village in there yeah i mean but i mean they, they I just, don't know. probably they just don't want people to get in there and get up to shenanigans yeah you know the same way they lock the park bathrooms at night you know they don't want people in there fucking fucking, fucking or shooting up or yeah, doing whatever the fuck people do in the middle of the night in the bathroom in a park. Yeah. It can't be good. That's fucking scary on a totally different level. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So you mentioned exorcism. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that'll, that's that a, segues into our next topic. I was going to say, that's a hell of a segue, isn't it? Yeah, that was not ham-fisted at all. 
No, because why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, exorcism. I mean, every year Channel 5 talks about it, or they used to talk about it, that the famous fucking movie and the show that's debuting on Fox, The Exorcist, that happened here. I think there's a couple other places that they claim had it too, isn't there? Um, Yeah, probably, but I, I think it's pretty widely accepted that the William Peter Blatty novel is based on the events that happened here in St. Louis. Yeah, because I, th- I think there is a place in Maryland, too, that says, no, no, it happened here. There's a house up there that they claim mm, is okay. where it was set. And then I think there's some something out uh, in um, the Northwest, too, that they claim it happened out there, too. And it's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's it's here. Yeah. So it, it's like, there's a house here that I'm not exactly sure where it's at either, but... Like I said, every year on Channel 5, they used to show it and talk about it and whatnot. But I just haven't watched Channel 5 the last few years. And then the hospital. What was the hospital that happened at? Was it Um, Deaconess? uh, I think it might have been. I'm not sure. No, because I think... No, I think maybe it is. I think maybe it was Deaconess. Which isn't even there anymore, isn't it? Didn't they they demolish that? Yeah, they ripped it down. But... I think there was a whole floor on there that they kept shut down yeah. because of that. Yeah, and they had the like the room that it happened in, they had it bricked off. Yeah, that's then what I bri- always heard. They bricked they bricked the door the the doors and the windows on the outside of the of the hospital. Yeah. They bricked it all up. And it's like yes. talk about fucking superstitious. No doubt. But yeah, apparently like there was a full blown possession and exorcism that happened in that room. Yeah. Wasn't it a little boy and not a little girl? Um, I'm not, I can't remember. It could be. That I, sounds I that sounds was. right. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, like some spooky shit happened at the house, and they were like, "We can't do this here." Mm-hmm. And they took him to Deaconess, I think. Ain't that how it went? Or do you remember? Yeah, I, uh, I don't remember the house part, but I definitely remember the the hospital part because I thought it was fucked up that they that they would shut down like the whole floor, and then yeah, they never used that room again. Yeah, and they literally like sealed it which it's fucked up i i'd have to ask my mom uh but i think i think i might have been born at that hospital like you know a lot of people were yeah yeah and then i remember as a kid we went to that hospital because my grandpa he was sick and shit and we went there a couple times so yeah it's fucked up that like i've been there you know did you ever like go there and shit i think i've been i think i was there with my grandma I can't remember specifically though, but I know we've been by the outside of it. I knew, I do remember picking her up or dropping her off, but I can't remember if I actually went in because it was just for like a doctor's appointment, I think. Yeah, see, I don't remember ever going into the place, but like I think there was like a smoking area or something, and I remember mm-hmm. us being there because there was a few smokers in the family. Yeah, and I remember us like being out there, and then I remember one time. I think my grandpa went in. It might have been for one of his chemo treatments or something. Oh, okay. And we stayed outside and waited for him, maybe in the smoking area, maybe right out at the front. I don't remember. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a big, imposing building, too. Oh, I know. I was going to say, that that thing was like a creepy, like, big, heavy, old, fucking godfather-type hospital. Yeah, if it... In some ways, it almost felt like 
you know, it could be like a penitentiary or something more than a hospital. Yeah, yeah. It's at least very, my memory. Very of institutional, it. yeah. Yeah, because it just. It felt. From the outside, it just felt like a cold, scary place. Right. Yeah, you know, a hospital from the olden days. Yeah, no shit. Like, like I said, it was like the God, the house, but the hospital and the Godfather. Well, we've had this discussion. I don't remember the Godfather because I was. Oh bored fuck! By it. That's right. I forgot. Well, didn't the, we talk uh, about uh, that last week? Yeah, I think maybe we did. I'm going to go and ahead and you... bore you anyway, though. The, no, uh, go ahead, bore me. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> at, at one point in the movie, um, I should I should just say this preface this by I should give it a, another chance sometime. But it's one of those things as I was a kid and it's like, who cares? Well, well, yeah, as a kid, of course, who's, I mean, yeah, it's not a movie for a child. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) I was watching other shit that wasn't, you know, for kids. But I just have that, I have that Peter moment where everybody's like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, I I just didn't like it. I don't see the point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Another try. Well, at some point, the uh, Marlon Brando is in the hospital. Yeah. And the hospital is like, it's so creepy and old and reminds me of hospitals when I was like going to hospitals when I was a little kid. Yeah. Like how, how it still looked like it did in the forties because they hadn't yeah. remodeled anything yet. Because I mean, the, yeah, yeah. the movie was set in the forties. So that's why obviously. It, yeah. It so fits. Well, it's, so, it's but that's, well, that's what it makes way. me think of. The Deaconess makes me think of that. Yeah, it's fucked up the way hospitals used to be, isn't it? Because they were like these big penitentiary fucking apartment building type things. Mm-hmm. And now you go to a hospital and they're... Or, and they look, back then they were like dark and... Yeah, now they're, now they're like better than a hotel. Yeah, they're like fucking They have like hardwood floors and, got, and... Yeah. Yeah, but they're like real bright on the outside and fucking... They're worried about the architecture of them. It's not just a fucking block of bricks that was just slammed into the ground like they looked back like they did back then yeah which you know when you have to go to the hospital it's a lot nicer to go to a nice looking hospital than someplace where it looks like you're not going to come out of uh-huh it looked like as soon as you went in they were going to slam the door on you like i want to kill myself just looking at this hospital no shit it's so it's depressing fucked up yeah it's it's fucked it's fucked up they didn't back then they were just like who gives a fuck if they feel sad going in Fucking mm. heal them and throw them out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's we re- really should have prepared more. <laughs> yeah. But just wanted to wave that flag that, you know, it's here and it's based here and, you know, we've been there and shit like that. Yeah, and I but think yeah. the, the St. Louis Archdiocese even has, like, record of it, like, well, wouldn't that be fucked up to see those records? I mean, I think you can. I think it's... I, I don't think they're sealed. I think that's how... He wrote the book? Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, but it's just like... Uh, we should fucking check out those records, though, man. Yeah. I mean, I wonder... Like, obviously the guy wasn't fucking possessed by the devil, but I wonder, like, since they bricked up the window and the doors and shit, I wonder if he had some kind of fucking plague or something. Wouldn't that be fucked well, up if if that's what, that's what it was? The thing you've got to understand, though, is, like, back then, people were a lot more superstitious and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we're sitting here like, obviously, he wasn't possessed by the devil. Back then, they weren't saying that. Motherfucker was possessed by the devil. Whether he had a plague or something or not, 
He was well, possessed by the devil. No, I know. I mean, I mean, the reality of it. I wonder if that's what it was. I mean, they could say whatever, but like, if he's getting like boils on him and like shit like that happens in The Exorcist in the movie. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he had some kind of fucked up disease. <sighs> I mean, it's possible. And like the fact that they they quarantined that whole floor and sealed up that room for years, like saved the city from some kind of fucking outbreak. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's possible. In, inadvertent, you know, inadvertently. Yeah, because they were superstitious, like I said. Yeah. But, or, or the doctors and stuff weren't superstitious, but they didn't want to tell the public that. <laughs> it was easier to just say, "Oh yeah, devil." Yeah, the fucking bubonic plague is locked up in this hospital. So, um, yeah, don't worry about it. We we think we have it under control. Yeah, it's easier to just say, "Uh, yeah, it was uh, the devil," and. Uh, He's gone now. It's it's all good, guys. Yeah, because they're pulled. They're fucking in the meeting having a, or in their, they're in the back having a meeting. And it's like, look, you can build a Lysol factory in here. That ain't gonna get rid of it, man. <laughs> what are we gonna fucking tell them? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, fucking devil. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, devil. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah, these people are stupid. They'll believe it. <laughs> We're old timey. They'll believe anything. <laughs> They'd fucking believe it today. Yeah, I know. Half the people around here. Yeah. Sad but true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we that's something like we really should like look into more. Cause there's gotta be an interesting story there besides Hey, look what happened here, guys You know? Yeah. Sorry, I was yawning. I'm not bored, I'm just tired. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> I was trying to hide my yawn and it didn't work because you said, you know? Yeah, it's like you shut and up I didn't too want quick. You, and then I then I didn't want you to think a call dropped again. I was just about to ask you there. <laughs> oh, I better fucking I better shut my mouth and say something because. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we sh- we should look into that and like yeah, see if there ever was any record of like oh yeah it was just a plague you're stupid it was the devil ha huh? no I don't I don't think there was there any record of that I was just saying uh, um. You never just know, throwing though. that there out as a, as a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean, but you never know. There could be. Yeah, there could be. Because I mean, you know, back then there's got to be people. There had to have been people who are like, "Are you fucking shitting me, a devil or the devil? What are you retarded?" I was like, yeah. "No, no, I seen it. He was spitting fucking pea soup." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I I think it was kind of covered up or kept kind of quiet for a long time. I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think it was like on the news. No, because like this was set way before the book, or this happened way before the book and shit, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. This, I think this happened in like the forties. Yeah, I was going to say thirties or forties. So yeah, yeah. And the book didn't so come I'm, out until the seventies, sixties, uh, yeah, sixties, seventies, somewhere in there. I know the, the movie, movie wasn't. Yeah, the movie wasn't until the seventies, but so yeah, so the book was probably the early seventies. What do you think of the movie? It's fucking creeped the shit out of me. Because, like, there was this dude who used to live next door to us. He, his son, uh, he was divorced and his son came and stayed with him on weekends and we hung out with his son. And his son had never seen The Exorcist. Yeah. And I've, like, got all of them. And this is going back, like, ten years, too. Mm. And I was like, you've never seen The Exorcist? And he's like, no, is it good? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean... There's parts of it that make me laugh. When he was like, shit, we should watch it. So we go over there, and 
his dad's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're going to watch The Exorcist. And he went, no. And we're like, why? He goes, because fuck that movie. <laughs> and it's just oh, like, okay. you know it's a movie, right? And he's like in his mid to late 30s, maybe older. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like, you you realize it's just a movie, right? And he's like, I don't care. Fuck that movie. And <laughs> his son, Sean, was just like, wait, so we can't watch it? He goes, fuck it. Fine. You watch it. I'm I'm going to bed. Fuck this. I'm not watching this goddamn movie. And it's like, are you for real, dude? And he was like, fuck that movie. Aren't you listening to me? Fuck that movie. I saw that once when I was little and fuck that movie. And it's like, okay, we get it. Fuck that movie. What happened? And, like, he would never tell us exactly what it was about that movie. He just kept saying, fuck that movie. And it's like, did your uncle touch you while you were watching this or something? What's up? Because <laughs> I've never seen anybody that fucking freaked out about a movie. I mean, there's people that are like, ooh, that's scary and shit. But he had, like, a real fucking fear of this movie. Yeah. So we ended up watching it and... We're all like, what's his deal? Because this ain't shit. But, yeah. Yeah. So, what? like, when did well, you see it? How old were you? I was in my 20s, I think. Oh. And yeah, I wasn't, like, I wasn't a little kid when I saw it. And it still creeped you out? Yeah, it was still creepy. Not you like think it was to, creepy? Not really. I mean, I'm not trying to come off like some kind of hard ass or anything, but movies never really fucked me up like that. Oh, really? Because I, I always knew, like, oh, there's the credits. It wasn't real. It's over. Yeah, but that there's never that lingering... No, I was never the kid that had fucking nightmares about when I watched a movie or anything. Yeah, there was never I that mean, lingering, well, what if it did happen, though? He, yeah, I never had that. What if that was real? Like, I would watch the Freddy Krueger movies, like Leatherface, like, even, like, the real shit, like, Leatherface. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that was an awesome kill. But I never had that, like, well, what if he came and got me? Never had that shit. Well, the slasher ones were different. Like, well, I wasn't yeah, necessarily but, too fucked I mean, up by those. But Even the ones that are, like, more realistic, like I said, like Leatherface or something, those never freaked me out. Hills Have Highs never freaked me out. Evil Dead never freaked me out. Fucking Exorcist never freaked me out. I just, because like I said, I... I put it in and I knew it was fake. It wasn't yeah. real. It's like Blair Witch. Even when people thought that was real, to me, it's just like, it's just a movie. Yeah, I remember watching like a, uh, the trailer for it or not, and not knowing it was the trailer. Like, or it was, I want to say they, they cut it together kind of as a, like an internet. Yeah, I think that's how it started. Almost like a, like a viral video before viral videos, you know? Yeah, I think that's how it started is like it was sort of like somebody just leaked it out there like holy shit, look what I found. This is real. Yeah, like it was like it was gorilla like it was a gorilla thing before they released the movie. Yeah. yeah. And I mean and I remember watching it going, Oh my god, is this fucking for real? And then like and and then, you know, months later somebody found these cans of film and mm-hmm. here's what it was and I was like, Oh my god, that can't I'm like, that can't be real. But of course there's no way to verify it right then. Yeah. Well, see, maybe if, like, I would had that that relationship with Blair Witch, mm-hmm. I would have been a little freaked out by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to me, it was just, it's a movie. Even, like, when I got the VHS, there's a documentary on the VHS 
where it's not like behind the scenes. They're giving you the mythology of it, telling basically playing it as real. But well, I mean, and that the, may that might be the thing that I saw. Yeah, it could be. I wonder if they they did that as a as a lead up to it. But yeah. another big difference is, like, I saw Blair Witch in the theater. Yeah. You see a movie in the theater, it's a completely different. Oh, totally. It's, it's way it's way harder to be like it's just a movie with that to giant me, though, screen and just, the surround sound like, and everything. It's like the people who th- thought that was real and think it's real and shit. It's like nobody's gonna release. There's a snuff film well, is not gonna get a wide release. Yeah, obviously it's not real. Every, but mean, there's people who, the who still think it's real, even though it's admitted to be fake and it's bullshit. It's just a fake found footage film. There's people who still think it's like real and shit. Dude, the snot nosed bitch was like on Steak and Shake commercials. Was she really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Was it before or after? After. For real? Yeah. They were like ones, I guess, that she had filmed before that. I'm guessing before Blair Witch, because I'm sure they're all fucking millionaires now. I don't know. I haven't heard shit about them since. Well, I know. That's what I mean. I think they fucking made their nut and they're like, fuck this shit. I'm retiring. I mean, because that movie made so much fucking profit, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, she was in um, several Steak and Shake commercials. Wow. Like around that time. That's I think her name up. was Heather Heather something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah, what her name was, was in the movie. Fucking whipping up milkshakes and shit in these commercials. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into that because I don't remember that. Yep. But like that movie specifically, didn't you ever hear? Uh, I think it was Kev told a story about watching it with Jen or something. Yeah. And she was freaked the fuck out, and he's telling her, you know, it's just a movie, it's fake. And she was freaking out about it and shit. Back oh, yeah, I do remember him telling that, yeah. But, I mean, there's still people today who think that movie is real, and it's like, it's bullshit! They just made a sequel to it! Mm-hmm. They've admitted it's bullshit! But there's people who think it's a snuff film that got a wide release. And that, to me, is fucking insane. Yeah. Well, go watch those Steak and Shake commercials. She's alive and well. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Another thing I want to mention about Blair Witch. You know the end of that where, like, they're looking for Josh and they're out in the woods and they're like, Josh, where are you? And they hear a voice yelling back. Yeah. Okay. So we were watching this next door uh, at Keith's with Sean. And he had this pretty decent sound system with these high-quality headphones and shit that you could plug in and listen. And we're watching that, and we hear something. Without, like, the headphones and shit, you just hear... And it's mm-hmm. like, did you hear that? And we're all like, yeah, I think I heard it too. So we plug in these high-quality headphones, and it's like, okay, play it back. And you hear it, and it's like... And it's like, wait, did you hear it? Here, you listen. Play it back. So we spent, like, ten minutes just... Going over that one scene over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what Josh in the distance is saying. And yeah. the only thing we could come up with, and this is what about, this is the thing about Blair Witch that even though I like the movie, I think it's still good. I still think it holds up. It makes me laugh my ass off. The thing we came to the conclusion that Josh does in that scene when they're screaming for him and he calls back is, Can I get some milk and cookies? 
<laughs> I'm pretty damn sure that's what the dude says. Well, and that's maybe, awesome. maybe, maybe, because the the whole thing was like about the guy who was killing kids in his cellar, right? At the end. Fuck yeah, that's true. So maybe it was like, um, yeah, like echoes of the kids that he had kidnapped. Yeah, they're just sweet little kids, and they're like, please, please, I just want milk and cookies or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never thought about it that way, but that's pretty fucking badass. That's fucking, that just really, that gave me a chill, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you, you liked that movie, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. How does the sequel look to you, this new one? I haven't paid any attention to it. I, I know the the first sequel they made was fucking dog shit. So I yeah, was like, that was... I was like, why the fuck would you make a sequel to this? This was perfect. Well, see, like, this you, one you is... Can't, you can't make a sequel to this. Yeah. Well, see, this one, it's Heather's brother is going into the woods with his friends to find her. Oh. Or to see what happened or something. And it's a found footage type movie. It's not like the other one... Because they made that first sequel and it's like, okay, it's a glossy fucking high-polished right, studio sequel. And it's like, why are you doing that? Right. I saw parts of it and I was like, I can't stomach this. This is just retarded. Oh, really? So she's going. he's going to look for Heather, huh? Yeah. And it's like, I want to see that. Yeah, that might be interesting. I can tell you where Heather is. She's making milkshakes. <laughs> Flipping those steak burgers. Oh, goddamn. Shut up. I want one. Me too. I'm really hungry now. And I can't get one. You double suck. Double steak burger with cheese. I get a double... Steak burger with cheese, ketchup, and extra pickle, and onions. Well, you can fuck yourself with those onions, sir, but the rest of it sounds pretty decent. You don't like onions? Fuck no, unless they're breaded and deep fried, bitch. You can keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) What do you got against onions, you little fucking turd? Ugh, yuck. Yuck? Yuck. This is the fucking end of the Nerd Blitz, because onions are fucking awesome. My grandpa used to eat onions like apples. Oh, yeah. I know, I've seen a lot of people do that, and it's like, no, I can't do that, but... That's fucking hardcore, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we had some onions last night, and those were some strong fucking onions. Because we made Mm -hmm. some pulled pork. Yeah, you're pulling your pork. Yeah, yep. And it's like, you eat a bite of the pulled pork, you eat a bite of the onion, and it's like, oh, these are strong. But Mm -hmm. fuck you, onions are awesome. And when you tell it to them like that, it makes sure they don't fuck it up as bad. Because if you just tell them, oh, I want a double... Steak burger with cheese and pickle. And, like, you tell them extra pickle, it's better, too. Oh, really? I've never even thought to ask for extra. Yeah. I get uh, mustard relish pickle, and uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah, because, see, if you say extra pickle, they might not actually put extra pickle, but... You mean you mean they might fuck you at the drive-thru? <laughs> well, see, asking for extra pickle, make sure you at least get some pickle. Yeah. That's my little tip for you. <laughs> and I'm not talking about what's between my legs, my little tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we went off the rails there at the oh, end. Fucking for real, dude. <laughs> Are you ready to do fuck this shit? Yeah, if you want, or we can skip it this week if you want. We're we're coming up on two hours already. Uh, well, that's up to you, but you know I have one I wanted to do. Okay, well you Would- do yours then. Yeah, because you've got plenty. Yeah. And and I'm sure you can bring a little something to this. So, play the theme song. Fuck. This. Shit.
fuck this shit this week is normally what you bitch about is music. Well, it's my turn to bitch about music. Somebody you've mentioned before, that Macklemore or Macklemore or whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, with a goofy haircut. Yeah, him. He's my fuck this shit this week. Do you want to know why, everybody? Why? Because the asshole released something called the camping trip. He did? Yes, he did. So, a couple weeks ago, I was trying to find an RT, because nobody else seemed to. I was trying to find an RT some of my camping trip tweets just to get it out in people's faces again. And I seen this, I seen a bunch of tweets from like, girls like oh my god the camping trip is awesome oh i love the camping trip and it's like using the hashtag yeah trip yeah and i was like okay why didn't there's a lot of people here why didn't fitz tell me if somebody bought it yeah why are all these assholes talking about our shit yeah it's like why all of a sudden is this blowing up and fitz isn't telling me (laughs) even if we got plays (laughs) And all of a sudden I see Macklemore tagged and it's like, no. So I click on his at and in his fucking bio, he's got the camping trip. And it's like, you miserable fucking cocksucker with your stupid goddamn haircut. Fuck you. You couldn't have named your fucking album anything else. Yeah. It's like you couldn't even fucking do a goddamn Twitter search to see if somebody else was using a fucking camping trip. So, yeah, I tagged the son of a bitch on Twitter and I was like, Thanks a lot, you fucker, or something like that, or like, something like that. I don't remember exactly, but it was like, fucking can't look at the camping trip hashtag anymore to find our fucking tweets, because all it is is fucking fangirls gushing about goddamn Macklemore. And then yep. Spectre Vision replied what? It's to me gotten and was us like, nothing. Yeah, no shit. But <laughs> Not Spectre even Vision, any extra traffic. Spectre Vision replied to me and was like, oh, he's a fucking asshole, or something like that. And I was like, I know, fuck him. But yeah, we didn't get a goddamn thing off of it either. I was yeah. like, you can't. I was, ho- fucking... I was hoping we would get some more traffic at least, and maybe some of these dunces would uh, <laughs> buy it by accident. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't fucking search the hashtag. See, somebody else was using it. You're a rich motherfucker. You couldn't throw us a bone for trampling on our title and be like, oh, I, I'm gonna end up fucking these two assholes. Here, I'll pay a thousand dollars for their stupid shit. A thousand dollars? Okay. I just want... I don't want to get fucked over and crushed by some fucking top of the heat motherfucker and we're trying to make a name for ourselves and we're getting crushed by this son of a bitch. Yeah, it's, it was all his fault. Shut up! <laughs> it was! <laughs> I, I know nobody was paying attention to us anyway, but... I know, sales really plummeted after he released the camping (laughs) trip. (laughs) I know. I wondered where they all went. (laughs) And you were wondering where they all went fucking three weeks before he announced it, too. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's... I'm screaming at the wall here. There's no real anger to be had at him, but... Fuck, man! It is kind of like a goddammit kind of situation. Yeah, because I thought about it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a clever title, isn't it? Yeah, it seems unlikely that anybody would use that for a title to anything. Yeah, and then fucking a and month... Fucking goddamn, not even a month later. Yeah, it's like a month after, and it's like, fuck! Because I did, I searched the hashtag there before uh, we started talking about it with that hashtag. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
I searched the hashtag. There was one company that made camping equipment. They used it like twice. And then there was somebody that says, I can't wait for this weekend because th- uh going to have fun on hashtag the camping trip. Yeah. That was basically it. And then we started using it, and it's like, cool, we've got something of our own. And then this motherfucker comes ar- along. Mackle whore. Yeah, you little bastard. With your stupid haircut. And your music I've never heard. I've heard it because it's been in commercials and shit. Just like oh, all well, that. I probably heard it too. That hibbity hop, it's just bullshit. You'd probably like it. What is that? His music, because you're into that hibbity hop shit. Hippity hop shit? Yeah. Sometimes. Ugh. I'm into lots of shit. A complex individual. Yeah, that's what you claim. Complex musical taste. Ugh. It's a sign of intelligence, you know. Oh, is that my problem? You're not gonna touch that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was trying to think of how best to handle that question. Yeah, you're just like I'm gonna back away slowly. Okay, I guess it's time to do our thank yous and say good night or good day. Whatever. I don't know. <sighs> I really want a fucking steak burger. Yeah, I want one too. Stop talking about it. I God can't get it. one. Bring me one, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Our thank yous, as always, <laughs> for the <laughs> intro theme song, go to our guest last week, which that was so much fun for us. Damn. It was. It was so good. Yeah. Um, At the J Sarge. Um, find... His musical stuff, uh, remedialm-theory.bandcamp.com, and then irvingsbasement.bandcamp.com. That's his band with me and Steve Dave. Yep, and you can actually find links to to them and to Sherry, who we're going to thank next, on our new WordPress site. There's a menu item called Friends of the Nerd Blitz, and all their shit's underneath that. Yes, so... Go there if you want to find actual physical links to it. Go there, check it out. And uh, while you're there, just look around the brand new nerdblitz.com. Yeah, it won't be too brand new by the time this comes out, but probably to most of you guys it'll be brand new. I mean, some of them it'll be the first time they're hearing about it, so it's brand new enough. Yeah. And then jsargemusic.blogspot.com, and then his podcast is jeffknowsnothing.blogspot.com. You can find it on uh, SoundCloud, too. And then Sherry, at Sherry Says on Twitter, go follow her and thank you, like we always do, for her logo for us. And then go to YouTube.com slash Sherry Archinoff, or check out her Instagram, Instagram.com, at Sherry Says. And then still, I haven't asked her yet. <laughs> I really should, but the site she's got in her uh, bio is thebestsherry.com. <laughs> yeah. Have you clicked? Did you click it? I did, and it... It says something like the, it's true or something. I, I think we talked about that yeah. once. Yeah, I, I clicked it. That's that's where it, that's where it goes. I keep meaning to ask her though if like it's just a joke or something, or if she's gonna plan to do something with it. Whether she does or not, we're talking about the link at least. Oh yeah, like like is it just temporarily a joke? Yeah, uh, it's just a placeholder. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny though. I'll give her that. Hopefully, she was doing a photo shoot a while back for some kind of project and. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll still see that at some point. Well, she used to have another blog, or a blog, and it might still be linked on my site, um, yeah. where she would talk about some of the shit that was going on in her life, and it was mm-hmm. it was a bit more personal and shit. Mm-hmm. It was 
her really opening up to folks, and it, I thought that was kind of cool, but she just lost the time to do it, is what she said. And anyway, anywho, sorry, going into our promos. Anywho, speaking of anywho, get some, get yourself some Nerd Blitz merch. Go to redbubble.com/people/slash/nerdblitzpod/slash/shop and get you an anywho shirt or our logo shirt. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be great. Wouldn't it be awesome to be out in the world and see somebody wearing one of our shirts? Mm-hmm. It's awesome to see one get sold and show up on Twitter. I know. We need to go to Indiana and start walking around. And by one, I mean one. Yeah. Did I tell you that I got the... Here, we'll pull the curtain back on that. Um, <laughs> did I tell you we got the money for that? Oh, uh, no. It got, it got transferred into PayPal. No. Um, how bad was it? Well, I think the shirt's like $27. How much money do you think we made off of it? Um... Well, I'm going to base this off of what you told me about when you set up the Productions logo merch on the other fuckers. Uh-huh. You yeah. said you should get $2 off of everything, so at $27, I'm going to say $2. 5 bucks. 5 Yeah, like 4 and change. Well, that's not too bad. not terrible. Bad. No. No, no, not too bad. Better than the other place. Yeah, no shit. Because theirs was about the same price, and you said... Mm-hmm. It was set up to, I would make $2 off of everything that was sold. Yeah, that was the margin I set up, and that's that affects your, your bottom line price yeah. or your, you know, your price to the people. Yeah. So. And it was about the same price as what our merch is now. Yeah. So, and yeah, that's not we have We have one real-life testimonial that says it's very good quality. Yeah. He's washed it many times, multiple times, and it's still fine. And so. the dude who got that was at jason underscore gross or grosh <laughs> i really should ask him how to pronounce that but he's the fucker I'm, I'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go with gross yeah but uh he's the fucker that was in what was it episode 7.5 he was one of the fuckers that asked the question there yeah because we've gotten a question from him before okay then <laughs> what i thought you'd say something it just got oh, quiet i didn't, I didn't no that was a question i didn't know there was something i should add to that oh no but moving on <laughs> no no i can i could say that uh speaking of listener questions we're planning to do an all listener questions show oh yeah next week yeah because we've so, got some questions piled up because we actually plan to do listener questions in episode 10 but yeah yeah we might as well not even advertise it because oh fuck you know what, what i just realized you were supposed to tell your secret this week well, guess we'll have to hold off on that one. Yeah, it's a tease for next week. So he's got something else to reveal, and we're going to do listener questions next week. Yeah, something something in the same vein of uh, the E-Fed the wrestling revelation from yes. a couple weeks ago. From a few episodes ago. Yeah, that was more than a couple weeks at this point. By the time they yeah, hear I know. this. <laughs> I know, that was, that was, that'll be five episodes ago by now. God, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Anywho, search Nerd Blitz on YouTube, because we've got swear reels up, there's one compilation of Doom's Joke Corner with a brand new joke, we've got the episodes there, we've got B-roll from a few different episodes, with maybe more to come, and all kinds of shit. Which, all of that, you'll it will be on the site, links to it, but still, go there and subscribe. Let's see, oh, we just talked about it, the camping trip, go buy the camping trip, please. Just buy the camping trip. It'll fucking make me feel better. And like I didn't waste my time and he didn't waste his time. I didn't waste his time for six months. Go buy it, please. 
tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. And then for the pod, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at highaltpod.net. And once again, you can find all that stuff now just by going to nerdblitz.com. Yeah, I know. I guess I should. We don't really need to say it as much. but Yeah, we can ease, we can ease out of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unless you want to keep doing it. I don't know. It just feels like a good way to end to me. Okay. I can ease up on it a little bit, though. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just trying to make it easier on you. Actually, if we cut this type of shit out, it would give us more time to give content. But anyway. True. I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman seventy three. Um, your other podcast is just jump to the end. Uh, you could follow at JJ two end. You know we should fucking plug uh, at or we should plug Diddy Bow's Twitter sometime. Yeah, she's hardly ever on there though. I know, and she doesn't listen to us, but I laugh she every. She might. Okay. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I don't know if she does or not. I laugh every time you know you say her name though. <laughs> I get joy out of it, so we should give her something back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of which, fuck her. She went to Las <laughs> Vegas last week. She she got to go to Las Vegas last week, and she got to meet Andrew Dice Clay and got to see one of his shows. She got to meet him. Yeah. Didn't you see? Didn't you see the picture I posted that she sent me? No. Of her standing next to him, taking a picture with him. No, I didn't see that. Oh yeah. Oh, so is that your fuck this shit this week, your sister? Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it. We're no, not I can't gonna... really say I can't. I can't really say that because she she said she had to buy me a t shirt in order to get a picture with him. So oh uh, well, you can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's been a week and I have yet to see my t shirt. So. <laughs> so yeah, back to that. Fuck her. No. <laughs> yeah. We weren't gonna plug your Twitter, but you didn't give him a goddamn shirt. So no. Of course, this is gonna come out like six weeks from now. So. I will have already worn the shirt by the time it's coming out, I'm sure. <laughs> Tell us she needs to listen to this episode, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and follow the podcast on Twitter at NerdBlitzPod. <laughs> uh, is that all? That's all. Bye. Come back next time. All sanity depends on it. <laughs> This summer, from TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media, comes the full-length horror audio drama, The Camping Trip. This anthology tells three tales that span the decades and unveil vengeful mysteries long forgotten, but ultimately connect to a present-day story. This fully produced audio experience takes you along as three young scouts and their troop leaders spend the last night of their weekend getaway around the fire. And what's a night in the woods without campfire stories? When you go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip, you'll receive over two hours of content including the very first bonus episode of the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz podcast. You won't want to miss a moment of the camping trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at Fitzman73 
and at the Scooby Doom. Available now. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.